welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. I've spent the last decade as a CEO, operator, and business builder selling tens of millions of dollars in products and services. I, just like many of you, started with nothing. My mission for this podcast is to help you become the greatest version of yourself, help you grow and scale your business, and create the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Matt Smith. Enjoy the episode. What is going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. Hope you're doing well. If you uh, are like, man, that guy's voice sounds weird today, it's because I've been sick all week and I completely lost my voice. Um, And I've honestly just been out of commission for like the last 72 hours. And so uh, I'm finally starting to feel myself again, but my voice isn't quite back. So hang with me. Today's going to be a good episode, regardless of me sounding a little gnarly. Uh, And I think what we're going to talk about is going to be very, very helpful. Um, And we're talking about why you're not able to charge your customers more, which is pretty important, especially going into these tough times. Um, You know, it's no secret that people are tightening up on money. Uh, People are, you know, credit card debt is at an all-time high. Um, you know, people got a bunch of money from the COVID stimulus stuff and they went out and blew it. And now, you know, student loan debt got put on hold and all these things and and people bought nice cars and 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 now it's back, right? Like people's student loans payments are back and times are getting tough. And the reality is is us as business owners have to know how to combat this type of environment if we want to still thrive and make a bunch of money and grow our business. And the thing I want you to know is that you're more than capable of scaling in this economy, but you will not do it if you're average. And we're seeing this right now. I do tons and tons of coaching and um, I'm telling you, the things that I am seeing across the country are legitimately happening right in front of us where the economy is getting tough and people are tightening up on money. This isn't something that we're just saying to say it. It's a real thing. And so we have to learn how to extract more money out of our customers. We have to learn how to become the top choice when it comes to the company they want to pick. And that is what I want to talk about today. And so First things first, before we dive in, I want to say welcome to the podcast. I'm sorry I haven't made an episode in the last week or so. Uh, it has been an extremely busy season. And as you guys know, uh, the co- the podcast business is not my, my business. Uh, I run real businesses. And so those obviously come first, but I do my best to at least give you guys an episode a week. And I apologize I missed last week. But if you're new to the podcast, welcome. This podcast is all about helping you grow and scale your home service business. And today we're talking about how to get your customers to not just choose you over your competition, but how to get them to spend more money with you. Now, this is being brought up because it's on the forefront of my mind. Um, If you guys have listened to previous episodes, you guys know that I'm working with a roofing company here in Michigan and I'm working very in depth with them. Uh, I'm inside their business every day, I'm doing sales stuff alongside their sales team, I'm doing sales stuff myself, Uh, I'm helping them implement new systems, Uh, I'm helping them come up with sales presentations. This is something uh, I've never done. 
um, if I'm being very honest, like for, for another company like this. Uh, and it's been very enjoyable because it's kind of got to bring me back to my roots. And the personal goal is that I can help take this company from 10 to 20 million in sales in 12 months. And so that is what is on my current uh, mind. And, you know, along with all my other business stuff going on, um, I'm doing a ton of coaching and I help people do this stuff every single day. And so I've been working in this roofing company, working alongside the owner, helping them develop a sales presentation. And in the roofing space, and this is going to relate to anybody that owns a home service business, but in the roofing space, it's a very high ticket item. Um, this specific company has like an average ticket of around $18,000, $18,000. And so, you know, it's not, it's not just a quick decision that most people make and, and choose to go with them, right? It's not, it's not where it's something where you like give them a price over the phone and they say, okay, schedule it. Uh, the way the process works is they call, you set up a sales appointment. One of their salespeople goes out, sits down with the customer at their kitchen table, kind of walks them through the sales process and then tries to close them. And basically what I'm trying to help them do is get their close rate up. And what I've realized in this specific company is that their their sales presentation is weak and almost non-existent. And I believe one very fast way for all of us, including every single one of you, to raise your revenue overnight is to improve your sales process, meaning the way you deliver your quoting to your customer and how you do it to get them to feel like you are the most valuable, no-brainer choice possible. And so today I wanna to go over a couple things that I'm doing inside of this company right now that I think you can implement inside of yours. Um, and the first thing is packages. And if you guys are not new to the podcast, you've heard me talk about packages a lot. I believe packages are a game changer when it comes to getting people to buy exactly what you want them to buy. I believe having three different packages to offer your customer is massive. And if you guys know, in my uh, exterior cleaning business, we have estimate sheets where we literally quote the customer for everything. And on those estimate sheets, we have different packages for different services. And what we found was these packages actually upsell the customer on their own without us even having to say a word or sell them verbally. And so I'm doing the same thing in this company, although it's a little different because you know they don't offer as many services as my exterior cleaning business does. Um, we're, we're coming in and offering three different roofing packages. And basically it'll go from obviously uh, cheapest to middle to highest price. And we're going to develop it in a way where we're trying to get them to buy a specific package that is most profitable to the roofing company and also most valuable to the customer. Uh, the second thing that I think is super, super important is that you have some type of social proof, especially if you have a high ticket business. If you're doing roof installation, maybe you're a siding contractor. Um, you know, I've done coaching for a while uh, for my buddy Nick who installs generators, some type of social proof inside of your uh, presentation, your sales presentation that can give people peace of mind and confidence when buying from you because you have to understand, especially if you're a high ticket. And, and when I say high ticket, I mean, that could even be, you know, 500 to to $1,000, right? If you're a house washing company, you easily fit within inside of that. 
And so what we're doing for the roofing business is we are implementing a couple big restoration company names that are massive here in Michigan that every single person knows. And this roofing company is a preferred vendor for those companies. And so part of that sales presentation, when the salesman sits down at the kitchen table, they can say, hey, just so you know, we're a preferred vendor for these two restoration companies, which I'm sure you've heard of. And they have very strict guidelines on who they work with and the type of work that gets done because they have to ensure that the work is high quality. And the only way you can become a preferred vendor is by offering a super high level of work and you know all the trust, trust uh, badge type stuff you could add to that presentation. And so some type of social proof, it could even be a customer's five-star review on your estimate sheet or in the email you send them or in the sales presentation when you sit down with them at the kitchen table. I think social proof is massive and it builds trust because you have to understand these people do not know you. They don't know you until the day they call. And so how could they trust you? How could they know that you're a good fit? The only way they can know that is if somebody else tells them. And hopefully your business has enough reviews or some reviews at least that you can share with them or even references that you could share with them uh, if you have those. The next thing that you should definitely have is something that sets you apart. And, and this for them is a 50-year warranty on all roofs. Now, again, you heard me talk about packages. So we even go deeper on this. We have a 50-year warranty on just the material. And then the next package, we have a 50-year warranty on material plus a 25-year warranty on labor. And you can see how we start to build these packages from least valuable to most valuable, and obviously the price will increase. And so I want you guys to start thinking, do you offer warranties? Is there anything that you can offer that your customer or your, your competition rather does not? And how can you make it crystal clear when you're giving estimates to your customer that you have this? Because what you have to understand is most customers are going to get multiple quotes, especially if they're spending $500,000, $5,000, $10,000, $20,000 on a service. They're most likely going to get more than one quote. So we have to do everything we can to stand out. We're going to have social proof. We're going to have packages so they have options. Uh, we're going to have some types of guarantees, whether it's warranties or um, you know a, a workmanship guarantee. You guys, every single one of you can offer some type of workmanship guarantee. And that basically just means that the work's going to get done right the first time. And if it doesn't, you will fix it. And so have some type of guarantee in place to set yourself apart and again, to build trust with the customer. And last but not least, and this is why I really hate, uh, and I should be careful saying this, but I really hate selling over the phone um, or, or just sending you know quotes over through email because I feel like there's such a lost opportunity to sell your customer on so much more of not just who you are, but what you offer. And I, I know for a fact that when we do in-person quotes, um, we sell packages for much, much more than if we were to send them via email. And so I would love to see you guys test that in your business. Like if you're not convinced on it, you're like, well, Matt, I don't want to drive to every house. It's like, all right, let's just try this. Let's split, let's split the quotes up for the next month. And half you do in person and half you do over the phone or, or through email. And let's figure out which ones have a higher ticket. 
And if the ticket's high enough for in person, it may justify it. And I believe if you're good at selling, it will. And the last thing I want to add to this is that when you're talking to a customer, the key thing that helps build trust with a customer is yes, everything I just said, but it's asking the right questions so that they feel heard because they are calling you because they have an issue that they want solved that they can't solve themselves or do not want to solve themselves. And the only thing the customer has to know in order to make a educated decision is that they believe you are the company that can solve the problem that they have. And so if you're talking to this customer and the only thing that you're doing is selling yourself, telling them how great you are, telling them all the things that you offer, but you never ask them questions, you never find out what their needs are, you never find out what their concerns are, then you're not going to be a successful salesperson and you're not going to close as many jobs as you could if you were to reverse engineer the way you think about sales. Whenever I would go out and give quotes in, in, in person, the first thing I always do is figure out what is the biggest complaint or pain point for this customer that I'm about to talk to. And so when I would knock on the door, and I have a YouTube video on this, but when I would knock on the door, I would literally ask the customer like, hey, have you ever had your windows cleaned before? If they tell me yes, okay, perfect. Um, do you mind me asking, you know, was there something that the company before us uh, didn't or offered or did that you didn't like? Or did you have a bad experience? And they'll tell you, man. They'll be like, oh yeah, they, you know, they left three screens out or, um, you know, the first, the first windstorm that came through blew all of our screens out or when they cleaned the tracks, they looked bad or the windows looked like crap or the guys that came into our house smelled like marijuana and they will tell you why or what they are looking for. And so once I hear that, I say, okay, no problem. I was just curious. I'm just going to do a quick walk around to the house, take a few pictures for our system, and then I'll write you up an estimate and I'll knock on the door when I'm done. But here's the difference is when I knock on the door when I'm done, yes, I have my estimate, which has packages, which has social proof, which has all the things we just talked about, but I'm talking to this customer and I'm speaking to their problems. So let's say their biggest problem was the crew that came in was unprofessional. They smelled like marijuana and they didn't feel like they could trust them. I want to sit her down and say, Mrs. Jones, first thing I want you to know is that it has been my mission since I started this business is to hire A plus people. And what that means is people that I would send into my house and not think twice. And so what I want you to know is that if and when you choose us, I can guarantee you that the crew that will come out to your house not only is going to come out clean cut and uniformed, but they're trustworthy guys. I work alongside them every single day and they will be here to serve you and to take care of you at the highest level possible. I guarantee you what happened before won't happen again. And then I can go into my pitch and nothing else even matters because now Mrs. Jones, literally her biggest concern was just solved before I've even told her how much it cost. So now she already wants to go with me because I've solved her problem. And so do you think she's going to pay me an extra 10 or 20% over my competition when all my competition did was probably not even go to her house, but just answered the phone and sent a, a, a pricing through email? Who do you think she's going to go with? She's going to go with me, even if it cost her an extra 30, 40, 50 75 bucks because she knows that I understand what her pain point is. I've addressed it and I promised her that it wouldn't happen again. 
You guys see how powerful that is? Through my scratchy voice, I'm telling you, this is how you've got to start thinking if you want to raise your prices and you want to win jobs more often. In this economy, people are being picky. Less people are buying, which means that we need to be able to close as many quotes as we can possibly get because chances are we may have less opportunities coming to us than we did in the prior years which is okay as long as we have a sales process in place that allows us to close jobs at a high rate for more money. And so I hope this was valuable to you guys today. I want you to really break down your sales process. What does it look like from the second you answer the phone? What do your estimate sheets look like? Are you meeting people in person? Like, like do you actually even care that they want to potentially work with you? And if so, how are you showing them that? Are you actually listening to their problems? Are you asking them the right questions? This is all things that need to be packed into the sales process. And this isn't something that you come up with overnight, but you can implement uh, small part by small part as you go. And you can see what will and won't work. And you can try things in person. You can ask certain questions. Sometimes they're gonna flop, sometimes they're not. And you can keep the ones that are good and you can kick the ones that are bad. And so, I just wanted to share this because I'm diving into this specifically right now for this roofing company and it's going to change things a lot because they're already doing 10 million. But what if we can raise their close rate by 20% that instantly puts them at 12 million next year without doing a single thing different than changing up the sales process like we just talked about. And you can do the same thing in your business. What if you go from closing four or five out of 10 to six or seven out of 10? You instantly raise your revenue by doing one simple thing, which is changing your sales process, not spending more money on marketing, right? Not knocking more doors, just changing the sales process. And there's a bunch of these little tweaks in our businesses that we can make that will increase revenue, will make us more money and raise our average ticket. So I hope this was helpful. Thanks for sticking through it through my raspy voice. Hopefully by the next episode, I'm, I'm back to normal. Um, but I love you guys. If you have any questions, you know my emails in the show notes. And if you are interested in any type of coaching, you can go to serviceindustrycoach.com. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. As always, if you need any help marketing your business or want to work with me directly doing one-on-one -on -one coaching, visit serviceindustrycoach.com. We'll see you on the next episode.